Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. We have a couple of testimonies this morning. We want to invite our brother Solomon Appenting and then our sister Mercy Abeti to come up stage. Where's Solomon? Oh, you should have been on the stage. Brother is dressed like a prophet's choir. Come. And then where's Mercy? Okay, so we'll start with Mercy. Mercy, you give us your testimony. God for the life of Bishop Dagwood Mills for blessing us with this beautiful church. And I thank God for the life of Bishop Edife even, the life of Bishop Okobotedoku, for all the Reverend Ministers, the Pastors, and my very Lady Reverend Emilia. Thank you so much. Well, my name is Mercy Abeti. I'm in Zone 11 and then in the Third Service Choir. My testimony is about honoring fathers just a mess i listened to a message on a podcast first had a message by bishop dagwood mills about honoring fathers and then i realized that my relationship with my father was not that good not as if i was being a stubborn child but it was just as daddy i need money okay what when and you just that was just the relationship so i decided to take a step to make the relationship fair, uh, better so i started calling him often i was sending messages often find out daddy how are you initially when it was my birthday he would always forget my birthday so i'll call him a day after my birthday and then i'll say daddy yesterday was my birthday and he'll say i didn't forget my own birthday so i decided to make it better so a day before my birthday i would send him a message and tell him daddy tomorrow is my birthday and he'll wish me in advance because he knows he will forget tomorrow so it, it went on it was getting better on um, last year on his birthday early in the morning i sent him a message wishing him a happy birthday in the afternoon he sent me a message and he sent me money he said for being the first to wish me a happy birthday you you are the one that gets the blessing and then i was i was so happy I didn't know. I didn't know that listening to a message about honoring fathers and then taking a step to do it would actually change the relationship between me and my father. Last year during the Christmas, I was not expecting any money from him. I sent him, I sent him a Merry Christmas and then he sent me a message, sent me money and he said, Merry Christmas, just take this for the Christmas. Take this for the Christmas. And I thank God so much for what the messages are doing in our lives. I thank God for the life of Bishop Dagwood Mills. And I thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Somebody is thinking there's a formula for getting married. Just send a message and then you get money. Just honor your father. Not just send a message. Honor your father. We have our brother Solomon Appenting to give us his testimony. Praise God. I thank the life of our bishop, Bishop Dakiyod Mills, 
and other bishops, uh, uh, Bishop Eddie Fabian, Bishop Okubotai, and other Reverend ministers, ministers. Hallelujah. It had to do with uh, the fasting and prayer. On the 23rd of January, we were praying, and whilst we were praying that evening, I heard a voice telling me, go and pray for uh, a, a lady that I know, a girl that I know at Newtown. She's called Jaislin. So I thought, in fact, I just shook my head. I thought maybe it was my mind. So the following day, in the morning, the voice came again, go and pray for uh, Jocelyn Amwa. Then I went to work and tell one of my boss, who is a member of this church, uh, Mr. Mr. Eddie. Mr. Eddie. So I asked him to stand in the gap for me. This is what I heard, but I thought it was my mind. He said, no, go and do it. If the Lord has, if the Lord speaking to you, so go and do it. So I went. When I went, there was no one in the house. So I thought, oh, I said to myself, wait, let me kind of say, I'm imagine the So I have to, uh, uh, it's my mind, so I have to come back again. So I came to uh, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock prayer, prayers. So when I came, after we finished the prayer, they say, now go. So I went. When I went, there was nobody in the house. I said, ah. Then suddenly, within some few minutes, the father came and said, ah, still. The girl is sick, she's sick by epilepsy. So I said, I said, oh, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, 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 uh, the girl, the sickness, the sickness of the girl has come, so uh, she's gone off. She's gone off. So when she come back, maybe uh, they will bring the child home. So I waited at, uh, within one hour, and they brought the child. When the girl came, you can see bruises and all over her body and her face. So I said, So we went in the room, and I started praying. And the Lord also gave me a scripture. That is uh, Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 to 21. That had to do with the epilepsy that Jesus Christ, uh, Master Jesus, did in his time. Hallelujah. So, I prayed. We went and I prayed. I prayed by, by the glory of the Lord, the girl got healed. I prayed for her and she got healed. So, in fact, after I prayed for her, I was thinking whether the sickness would come again. So, the following day, I called the mother and said, Yarenaba. Because the mother used to say that sometimes, I'm back when I once. Hallelujah. So I called the mother and said, uh, uh, how, how, how is she feeling now? And she said, oh, she's okay. So three days time, I went to find out to see my whether uh, she's okay. I went and to, to the glory of the Lord, uh, the child is well. Hallelujah. She's healed and she's moving around, speaking, talk, speaking correct and, I mean, sounding of good. Hallelujah. So my, my little word for I mean, opinion, my little advice for we as a Christian in Kodesh, hallelujah, let us believe God and hearken to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So when the voice came, I thought it was my mind, but it wasn't my mind, it was the Lord speaking to me. God bless you. And put your hands together for the Lord. And my little voice and my opinion 
for people in the Kodesh is that when we are fasting and praying, be part of it. Hallelujah. It's very important. Steps to the anointing. So the prayer meetings as we were coming and our pastors were leading us to pray on a very powerful book written by our father. There's power in that book. You know, the end of this period doesn't mean the end of your relationship with the book. Go back to it. I'm entering it again. It's not simple. I'm seeing more. I'm receiving more. Hallelujah. It is time for the word of God. Brothers and sisters, this morning, the vessel of the Lord, the instrument of the Lord to deliver the word of the Lord is a prophet. He's a pastor. He's been married for 20 years. He's anointed. The spirit of the Lord is upon him. Put your hands together. Let's welcome Bishop Eddie Faber. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Are you glad to be in church this afternoon? Amen. I believe that it's going to be a great time in God's presence. Amen. Let's take the memory verse for today. Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Okay, so... If you just get the whole thing, just break it into pieces, you, you, you'll be able to memorize it. Fear not, I'm with you. Be not be dismayed, I'm your God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. You can get it. Amen. So let's do it again. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will hold thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Amen. Is it okay or we should take it one more time? One more time. Okay, we'll take it one more time. 
Okay, ready, go. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with my right hand of righteousness. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. It will work. All right. Charlie, you can take your scripture off. We are not afraid. Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with my right hand of righteousness. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. What a blessing. Lift up your hand and just thank God for this afternoon. Let's prepare our hearts to hear his word. I believe that the Lord has a word for you in particular. Pray that you will not leave here the same. Oh, speak your word, Lord, to us. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Be here with your presence. Oh, yes. Fill us with your power. Live inside of us, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Have your way. We bless you. We thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. Lord, help us. Strengthen us. Uphold us with your righteous right hand, Lord. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Please turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 25. In the first service, I'm preaching. You know, this is our year of greatness, so we are looking at how we can become great. Amen. So in the first service, I'm preaching on the greatness of Isaac, how you can be great or become great like Isaac. Amen. And the second service, preaching on how you can become great as Abraham. And in this service, I want to preach on how you can become great like Jacob. These are the patriarchs. <laughs> Hallelujah. So every time you hear Father Abraham or the fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So these are the main people. And Jacob was very great. He became, he was a man, but he became a nation. Hallelujah. That's how great you are going to become. Oh, only three people received it. I said, that's how great you are going to become. One man, you have become a nation. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah 60 verse 22. It says that a little one shall become a thousand. And a small one shall become a nation. That is who you are going to be in Jesus' name. Amen. So Genesis chapter 25, I want us to read from verse 19. Genesis chapter 25, I want to learn a few secrets about the greatness of Jacob. Hallelujah. Okay. And these are the generations of Isaac. 
Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife. I mean, in those days, people, 40, not manna, you had to look for a wife. <laughs> Ready at 40. What a shock. Yeah, so 40 years, he found Rebekah to be his wife. The daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian, of Pada, Padanara, the sister of Laban, sister to Laban, the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. So he prayed for his wife. She didn't have a child. And she, he laid his hands on her and prayed for her. And she became pregnant and she had the children. Wow. You shall lay hands on your wife and she will have a child. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, two nations. Hey! <laughs> two nations are in your womb. And two manner of people. Two manner of people. Shall be, shall they be separated from your bowels? And the one people shall be stronger than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment. And they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out. And his hand took hold on Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. And the boys grew. And Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field. And Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison. My God. <laughs> May you make some venison for your father. Yeah. You don't know why somebody's father likes the person. As the lady was talking and all that. Said, oh, me too. I'll be calling my father. You have to be making some venison. So that you also be blessed. He said, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Amen. Now, Jacob was a very, very great person. When you look through the Bible, and I'm sure as we go along, you will see how great he was. But even before he was born, you will find that the prophecy was already there about him. That he was going to be a stronger person than his brother. That his brother was going to serve him. Hey, I don't know how many of us, when we were born, they gave a prophecy about you that people will serve you. But this one, there was a prophecy. That he was going to be great. He said there will be two nations. But one nation will be greater. Then he said there will be two manner of people. You see, as people are moving, we are not the same. We are different. Two manner of people. One is great. One is not great. But I see you part of the great people. <laughs> and one is stronger than the other. Hey. 
I tell you, it's too powerful. You will find that even in, in um, when you read Romans chapter 9, I think verse 10, the Bible talks about uh, Rebecca. It says not only this, but when Rebecca also conceived by one, even by father, Isaac, verse 11, it says that for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> not of works, but of him that calleth. You see, there is a certain calling of God to make you great. I believe that this year God is going to make you very great. Yeah. When God called Abraham, he just made him great. He said, him that calleth, verse 12 says that, it was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. The elder shall serve the younger. What was it about this younger? Verse 13 says that, as it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau have I hated. Verse 14, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. No, it's not so. It's like, why is it that God makes somebody great? And that, there's a reason. When you see people great, it's like, why is it that this person is this? Why is it that sometimes you may see that, oh, Bishop likes somebody, and then you say, oh, why does he like this person? There is a reason. So even the people who work in the church and all that, there are differences. And we are learning that, listen, you need to also begin to look at these people. What are some of the things that they did? God just loved him. And God could see into his life what was going to happen. God just liked him. He said, Esau I have hated. Even before he was born. Hey, without any works. You haven't done anything, you are hated. But later we will see why. That God could see. That's why I've heard bishops say time and time again that sometimes when you have a miscarriage, you, you should thank God. You don't know who the person is going to be. Maybe God is just saving you from some, some type of person that was coming. Yeah, a manner of person. Yeah. He said, I've hated. Verse 14. Then he said, what shall we say? Is there unrighteousness with God? Verse 15. He says that for he said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. May God have compassion on you. May God show you mercy. Hey, it is the mercy of God. Just the mercy. We need to cry for mercy every day. Lord, show me mercy. I need your mercy. Without your mercy, I cannot make it. Then he said, verse 16, he said, so then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that granted, but of God that showeth mercy. When God begins to show you mercy, my brother, you'll be great. When God locates you and decides that I'm going to show you mercy, you shall be great. That is why when blind Bartimaeus met with Jesus, he did not ask for anything. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Because I know that when your mercy comes, my greatness will begin. May you receive the mercy of God. People who were standing by him, they were wondering, why are you shouting and screaming like that? Say, you people, you don't know. 
Then he asked the guy, do you think you can open my eye? <laughs> the guy said, I cannot open your eyes. I said, then shut up. Let me shout some more. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. Bible says that then Jesus stopped. Then he said, call him for me. Bring that one to me quickly. May Jesus stop because of you. And may he call you and make you great. Yeah. Oh, you see, one of the definitions of a call, even in the Hebrew or in the Greek, it means to be made famous. Yeah. It's a call. I think Kara also. Q-A-R-A. It means to be made famous. So once he says he called me, so the man turned to him and said, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. He called thee. Hey! Bible says that the blind man, blind Bartimaeus, when he had it, Bible says, and he casting away his garment. I like that one. Because the garment was what they used to identify them as blind people. Like today we have the white cane and all that. So when you see the white cane, you know that this person is blind. In those days they had the garment they used to wear. So as soon as you wear it, it's a sign that you were blind. And anybody coming close to you will know how to relate with you. But when they said, be of good cheer, he called thee. Bible says that, and he casting away the garment because he knew that if Jesus is calling me, I won't need this garment again. I came to speak to somebody here. Jesus is the one calling you. He's calling you to come close. If only you will run and come, you will not need to be in that situation anymore. You have changed and you have become a different person. And he casting away his garment. He came to Jesus. He ran to him. Jesus said, what would you have me do for you? Oh, may you receive the greatness of God. But Jacob, he was very great. Very great. Why was it that God loved him? Loved him and hated Esau? We will find out. First of all, when you read even in the book of Hosea, chapter 12, Hosea the prophet was also prophesying these same things. I mean, these things are in the scriptures all over. When you go to Hebrews, the Bible talks about it, everything. But Hosea was talking about Jacob. And he said in Hosea chapter 12, verse 3, the Bible says that he took his brother by the heel in the womb. And by his strength, he had power with God. But he started by saying the man took his brother by the heel. There was something about Jacob that is worth following. And which was that he would not allow you to go further away than him. The furthest you will go is your leg, your heel. That is how far you will go. Yeah. That's the first thing. Close marking. This man, Jacob, you will not go away with that. He will follow you till he catches up with you. You see, great people or people who become great or people who are progressive are people who will make sure that they will not make you go too far away from them. Who is the great person ahead of me? I am going to catch up with the person. 
whatever the person is doing, me too, I am doing some. He is doing what? He is doing some prayer meeting in his church. Me too, I'm having prayer meeting in my church. Because I have seen that that is the key to the greatness. You cannot go too far away from me. When you move, I move. When you take a step, I take a step. When you do this, I do this. When you go to Europe, eh, one of the things, and these days because of the free whatever you go, when you move to the different countries, like the Schengen and other places, you will see that the countries are just the same. You will not even know that you have moved into another country. Because if this person sees that this person is doing this, say, ah, you will not go too far. I am holding your heel. Close market. When you move, I move. When you take a step, I take a step. You do iPad, me too, I do iPad. You make a car, me too, I make a car. I am with you. That is the key that the Koreans have used. That today, Korea, I mean, if you go to America, you, go, you will see a lot of Korean cars. Oh, yeah. People love their cars. But there was a time nobody would want to drive a Korean car. No, 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 no. They will laugh at you if you are using Korea. Abba. Car there. So, why are you using a Korean car? And it was so light. I mean, you will not want to use it. But the people were following closely, closely. They were watching, watching, watching. Hey! They, at first, they couldn't do anything. Then they started making just the body. Then they would lift the engine, opel, and they would put it inside the, the Corando or any other Korean car. Then it's moving. Once it's moving, they have made a car. But they are there, still following, watching, following. Holding your leg. Holding your leg. You are not going too far. Hey, you shall not go too far from me. I'm watching. I'm watching closely. Whatever you are doing, me too, I'm copying. They started copying. They were copying the engine. Small, 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 small. Eventually, they were able to make their own engine. And they made the engine. They put it in the car. And the car started moving. Hey, Korea has made a car. I tell you, today, when you see a Korean car, you will not believe that's from Korea. They have looked at all the flaws in the other people and they have worked on them. And they have it in their car. You will choose a Korean car. Because you will find out that there are some things you need in the German car. It's not there, but they have a car. Because they have seen that people like this, people like this. They like the sound system to sound like this. They like this to be like this. They have put everything there. And today, Korean has become great. Oh, yeah by holding the leg even the japanese cars these mazda and all these people they have just watched the things that they have done the same thing you do power window i'll do power window whatever you do me to i'm doing something they have things they have done in their cars you'll be amazed i don't know you know how people also can tell between Ghanaians and nigerians and all that me too, when I see these Koreans and this thing. One day I saw somebody, I was asking whether he was a Korean. I think a Japanese. I said, what? They don't agree with the Koreans at all. I said, what are you saying? I'm not a Korean. I cannot be a Korean. But now look at your face. You look like one. It's your brother. But they, they look down on the Koreans. It's like, who are these people? 
but the people have just followed them closely. And today now, we even want to get buy Korean cars more than the Japanese cars. The phones, all these things. Yeah. A lot of things, they will go, we will go for the Samsung. People want that more than even the other phones. Because the people have become great. This year, I see you following closely. Is there any great person, any great thing ahead of you? Hold to the heel of the person and say, I am following you. Wherever you go, me too, I am following you there. You are not going anywhere. I am doing, you are doing what? Fasting and praying. Me too, I'm doing fasting and praying. I'm, I'm just here. Me too, I'm doing something. You are listening to podcasts. Me too, I'm listening to podcasts. You see, you should not be in the church and be a different kind of person. Sometimes you find some shepherds, they are so different. It's because you are not looking at what is ahead of you to be the same thing. But if you are looking, what is ahead of you? Who is ahead of you? Even your own pastor. You can't look and copy. But look at it. There is something great ahead of you. Look at it and copy. Hold the heel like this. So you are not going anywhere. I am with you. When you move me to a move. Yeah. And there are many things. If you're a businessman, there are people around you who are doing business. They are ahead of you. They are doing very well. Look at them. What are they doing? You see that the guy, he doesn't borrow money. He's doing well. Decide that. Me too. I will not borrow money. And this thing that he's doing, I'm also going to do the same thing. There are a lot of things you can copy. A lot of things you can copy. Yeah. You look at somebody's marriage. The marriage is working. They are doing this. They are doing that. Oh, me too. I'll do it. You may not even understand, but you just do it. Yeah. Your wife will look at you and say, hey. Now, where is this one coming from? So you don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. I'm holding somebody's ear. I am holding somebody's. I am holding somebody's ear. You better allow me. Because mm. you, Nanka, every day you are there in the house. But you realize that, hey, Sana, they can take their wife to a restaurant. Valentine's Day, they can. So you decide that. I am going to do it. Your wife will say, hey, what happened? They said, I am holding somebody's heel. I went to church and they said, hold somebody's heel. So I looked around and I saw somebody. I saw that he was taking his wife to Valentine. So me too, I'm taking my wife to Valentine. Follow me, let's go. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hey! Before you realize you have become very great. Is that you that you have become great? A great husband, A1, A1 husband. Yeah. You are a wife. Look around. There are examples. When you see our first lady, the way she stands by the bishop and all, hold her heel like this. Follow. <laughs> you are sitting down there and you are just looking at it. I mean, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. You can see the examples. She's there standing by him supporting him oh you can follow, follow. 
Every day you are quarreling with your husband. Every day you are quarreling with your husband. Every day you are quarreling with your husband. Do you think you'll be a great wife? He have made your face somewhere. Every day you have a face. As soon as he arrives home, he doesn't even want to come home because when he sees your face in the house, why? But you shall be great. Watch it. You don't know how to dress. Watch. People, there are people, they dress very well. Hold the heel and say, Charlie, I can see that you wear some nice socks. You wear this shirt. Me too, I'm going to find some to wear. People will look at you and say, hey. All of a sudden, your office people, they see that you are different. Yeah. Yeah, what is somebody's leg? So Jacob said, you know what? All of us were born in the same stomach. Uh, I will not allow you to go too far. No. You are coming out of the womb. Me too, I'm coming out with you. We are all going out together. Oh, may the spirit of Jacob come upon you. May you be able to hold on to a heel and make sure that you are not stopping till you catch up with the person. I see a catching up anointing come upon you. May you run very fast. May you not be lazy. May you not be slow. But may you up and do what is being done in the name of Jesus because many times it's laziness that makes people sit there and say ah, that's what they are doing me mom, I can't do this guy you are going here, okay you can go me mom there you are praying three hours eh? no me mom three days, I can't do it 30 B will be okay See, but you see you cannot become as great as that person Hey, may the Lord deliver you from laziness. May you rise up and catch up. You should see America and Russia. They are watching each other like this. <laughs> hey, they are watch- They have things that satellite. They are just watching. Hey, it's too wild, though. Election results, everything. They are monitoring. They, they have the. They can see everything. You can't go too far. Hey, is that what you are doing? We are also coming to do the same thing. Oh, I see you becoming great. You're becoming great. Yeah. Recently, we saw that Bishop Saki was doing one or two things at the Kadesh. I said, ah, that thing there. We will not go too far. Bishop Saki, I'm holding your leg. <laughs> we are doing the same thing here. Yeah. We're doing the same thing. And it's working. It's working. Wow. Our time is almost up. Number two. The second thing about Jacob, see where we can get to close, was that he had respect for sacred things. He had respect for spiritual things. He had respect for it. Amen. Christus, you don't write notes. I'm seeing people here, they are not writing. You say, we are writing. You see, when you generalize the thing we are see and the phone is not a good thing to write notes even we we write in notebooks and whatever hmm? phone you see now you've thrown it away somewhere genesis chapter 25 verse 28 and isaac loved esau because he did eat of his venison but rebecca loved jacob and jacob sought pottage and Esau came from the field and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, 
Feed me. Feed me. You see, if you also like food too much, you can never be great. Oh. There are a lot of people, food has made them become, you've been reduced to whatever. Abai. Try. One day somebody sent me a WhatsApp. <laughs> they said the beloved has saved his name. The lady has saved his name on the phone as what? Free food. <laughs> so he found out that his, his phone number has been saved as free food. <laughs> so the lady was begging. He was kneeling down in front of the guy. And I beg you. I, I can explain why I, I saved your name as free food. <laughs> Bye. You have loved food that you have chased sisters food they have saved your name as free food <laughs> you come and eat you go eat and go hmm. some of you don't know what you have, your name has been saved as Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. Hmm. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. So sometimes even in the Bible you will see that they talk about the Edomites. Because they are all descendants of Jacob, um, Esau. Because of his love for the food and the things, venison and lack of Respect for spiritual things, sacred things. Hmm. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright be to me? You see, there is something that the devil always makes us feel, and you must be careful of that thing. Which is that if you don't do something, you will die. You see, when the devil came to tempt Jesus, he said to him, turn these stones to bread. It's as if if you don't eat these, turn this thing to bread, you are going to die. But Jesus said, I don't need to turn these stones to bread. I don't need it. I will survive. I will not die without this thing. But you see, sometimes you get the feeling that if I don't get this, I will die. If I don't get this, I will die. If I don't get a beloved, a beloved or suicide. Why? By much, Lord. If you don't come through with a beloved for me, that's it. Why? Who said you would die? You will not die. You will be alive. You will be walking around. Hey, if I don't have sex, something will happen to me. Who said that? And sometimes some of you ladies, the brothers tell you, if you don't allow me to do it, something will happen to me, I will die. Then you two look at the brother and say, okay, I don't want something to happen to you. Ah. Who is that? You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And when the brother told you that you believed it, I am at the point to die. When you think that way, sacred things, important things, you will despise them. 
because you are looking at it that if I don't get this one, I will die. So I'm ready to sacrifice this so I can get this. And some ladies, you see them, they sit in some men's car. Sit in front. Because you feel that when you get the car and you sit in, something will happen. Hey! Freely you give it away. Freely. Hey, if I don't get this, I will die. I need some money for my school fees. I need some fried rice. I need some spring rolls. And so you open your legs. Ah! I am at the point to die. What profit shall this birthright do to me? It's like if I remain spiritual, this type of creepy, creepy thing we are doing, you know, it is not helping us. Let me just. We have come for turning point. We have come for prayer clinic. They have turned us. They have clinic now. They're taking us to clinic house. They have done everything. Still, no man, brother, I cannot stay here. I am going to do for something before I die. But who said you will die? You will not die. Oh, you can handle it. You can take it. You can go through. You will not die. Yeah. Brother, when you are having erections, look at it and say, in the name of Jesus, come down in the name of Jesus and begin to move on. Somebody give the Lord a shout. You will not die. Who said you would die? We have all been here. We didn't die. Speak to the mountain. Be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. Because sometimes there are some mountains that can be in front of you. Cast the mountain away. You will not die. What? So what is this thing to me? What profit is it that we are coming? We are paying tight. I'm, I'm about to die. This man too is a Muslim. But the way I'm looking at the thing, if I don't take him, I will die. Something, who said you would die? So this man will tell you, he has a wife already, but you the second one it doesn't matter you are the one marrying he is the one marrying you but you are not the one married so you are married one but he is the one married two and you two you have received this wisdom foolish wisdom now i spoke to a sister she told me that an allergy says he wants to marry her and he told her that you are not the one marrying me i'm the one marrying you so in my religion we are allowed to marry more than one but you is one so in your case you are marrying one but me i'm marrying two what, what, what kind of decision is that and she has also received it because she thinks that she is at the point to die tell somebody you will not die oh. you don't have to sell your body sell your birthright give the thing away free of charge like that why the brother must suffer small he cannot just come and take it and go away if he wants to marry you, he should do the right thing. Let's go by the 
word of God. Let's obey the scriptures. Let's do what the Bible says. It is important. It will help you. Give the Lord a shout. Yeah. I'm at the point of that. You who said you would have? So when the devil, Jesus had gone 40 days, 40 nights without food, he thought that this was the best time to come and tempt him with bread. Jesus, turn this thing to bread. Turn it to bread, oh Jesus. Turn it to bread, oh, you're about to die. Oh. Jesus, if you don't turn this thing to bread, something will do you. So Jesus said, you know what? I am not at the point of death. I am even ready to do another 40 days. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you, the first thing you did in finished 21 days is like Agbena. Yeah, I'm about to die. Listen, who said you would die? The fasting rather is making you stronger. They that wait upon the Lord, they renew their strength. They rise up with wings like eagles. And me, I'm tired. Oh, we can't do any fasting again. Sure. We are now going to do it more. So the guy despised it. Look at what the Bible says. Continue for me. He said what? Where are we? He said, what is this to me? And Jacob said, sell me your birthright. He said, I'm at the point to die. What profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swear unto him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. Being so, the tree Bible says, Adikokobi. We don't know what it is. And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. I mean, if you knew what the birthright was, that this man said, what is this thing to me? You will understand how much the guy despised the thing. Because in those days, when you are the firstborn, hey, it's not a simple thing. Yeah, that's why he was happy that he was the first. Even if Jacob held his heel and came, he is still the first. Yeah. So there are some blessings that will come to him automatically because he is the first. But he said, what is this thing to me? That's how sometimes we do the Christianity. Oh, let's put it aside. And let's find something else to do. What is this thing to me? And you will find that people despise. And it was the reason why he hated the guy from the very word go. So this guy, he doesn't appreciate spiritual things. No, there are some people you shouldn't try to do some things, but they don't appreciate it. They despise it. So Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swine. There are some people, as you try to even help them to owe, oh, the way they will just despise the thing. That is why you are never great. You are never great. Great things, you despise them. You despise them. Yeah. Make it something that is of no whatever, no value. But serving God is of great value. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Don't let your friend tell you, this church you are going, what is it doing for you? This thing you are doing. And then you too, you despise it. I tell you, it's a great blessing. Some of us, we don't know that. It's the covering that you even have in the church that is keeping you alive today. By now, you should have been dead. The prayers that Bishop Dag has been praying over us, that is what is keeping us today. You just despise it and you walk out of the church. This one doesn't mean anything to me. Who says so? Who says so? Despise it. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 1. The Lord spoke through Malachi. He said, he said, the burden of, the, of thy word was upon my heart. The word of the Lord to Israel. He said, I have loved you said the Lord, yet he said, wherein has thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother? Said the Lord, yet I love Jacob. And I hated Esau. When they say that, he kept saying the thing uh, to Hebrews, he was still saying the thing. How can you do well? Because of the way the guy despised, God just kept talking about him. Look at it. He said, he laid and he's laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Charlie, you will never do well if you despise sacred things. You will never do well. As Paul says that, whereas Edom, you know God is using Edom again. He's talking about Esau. Because of the food he went to collect, he changed his name. What, what kind of name are they calling you? Church of Flocho or what? The food that you eat. Ediane Ezibana, Ezibana, Didzi. Abba. They made you a good deal. They made you a good deal. Mama Fe. Why? You have to eat and eat and eat. They have given you a name. Edom, they are saying we are impoverished. Poverty. That is what will come to you. They are saying we are impoverished. And they said, but we will return and build the desolate places. Hmm. That's here the Lord. Malachi was just watching them. He said, that's here the Lord. They shall build, but I will throw down. Hey! One thing that the guy despised, it has followed them, Malachi, in the last book of the Old Testament, still following them. They will build, you will build, oh, but God will bring it down. He said, and they shall call them the border of wickedness. The people against whom the Lord has indignation forever. Oh. You will not like this. You will not like this. What does verse 5 say? He said, and your eyes shall see, and you shall say, the Lord be, will be magnified from the border of Israel. That's Jacob, Israel. Israel, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. So anytime you see Israel, we are talking about Jacob and how God lifted him up. Hallelujah. Let me just read this last scripture because my time is up. At least these two points will help you. Holding the heel and not despising sacred things. Yeah. Yeah. Some people despise tithing. We despise things we do in the church. Fasting, we despise it. Basel meeting, this, that, that. Hebrews chapter 12, let's close. Verse 15. 
looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. There is something called grace of God that is working for you. Oh, may you not fail of the grace of God. It is the grace that keeps us. It is the grace that makes us great. Yeah. Last week I was telling you, I don't know whether you were the poor, I was telling that grace has a way of covering your mistakes. And grace is the thing that will color your efforts. So you may do something little, but because grace is at work in your life, it will color it and it will look great. When you make a mistake, it will cover the mistakes. Nobody will see it. Grace does that. He said, may you not fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. Then verse 16, he said, lest there be any fornicator. Fornicator. I don't know whether, I don't know whether he's a food, he's become a fornicator. Or profane person. Profane actually is two words. Profane before the temple. People who put things before the temple. People who put things before church. People who make things come before God. People who make things come before. That's profane. That's what it means. A profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat, Abai. Yeah. You see that by the time you finish the thing, I wonder that Anamikra. Abai removed the dross at this time. You know what I'm talking about. You are looking at me as if you don't know what I'm talking about. After you finish, you realize that, oh, so because of this fried rice bar that I've Indomie. Oh, Richie, Indomie. Oh, where are we? 16, did we finish 16? He saw this better. 17 says that. He said, for you know that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance. Though he sought it carefully with tears. Oh, yeah. You see, it will get to a point to be too late. There's nothing that can be done for you. There's nothing that can be done. You will come back crying, but it's gone. It's gone. It's too late. Don't wait till it's too late. This is the time to put sacred things first. Put spiritual things first. If you are going to be a great person, put spiritual things first. Sometimes you see people put politics first. We'll put other things first. And you will put the church behind. How can you be great? Four years time, you will come down again. But when you put church first, four years, eight years, 20 years, it doesn't matter whether your party wins or not. You are still going to be a great person. Yeah. I was talking to somebody who said, I lost my job because my party lost. I said, look at that. Why should it be that your greatness is connected to a party? Your greatness cannot be connected to a party. God. See, that's why when you finish verse 18, quickly, the Bible says that now certain things started coming in. It said, for you are not come to mounts that can be touched. And that burn with fire, no blackness. All these type of things that was there before couldn't be. But God changed the thing. And he said, listen, you need to respect because verse 22 says that you have come to Mount Zion. It may look like you are just in the church building. You are just here in the Jesus Cathedral. But the Bible says that, but ye are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, 
an innumerable company of angels. Oh, you need to know that there are angels here today. You need to acknowledge it. It will change the way you do things. You will not be holding your phone and be looking at uh, pornography in the church. When I heard it, I couldn't believe it. That people can bring things to church and be watching pornography in the church. How bad can it get? And you think that you will prosper, you will do well. You have come to Mount Zion. You have come to the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to an innumerable company of angels. Oh, today may an angel bless you and touch you. May you encounter God and have an encounter with an angel. We all come to church, but not everybody goes back the same. Because some come with a certain respect and reverence and looking forward to something. Sacred things. Yeah. Malachi 3.1, the Bible says that. He said, you will come to the temple. Eh? I'm just going now, come back. He said, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly appear in the temple. When the messenger of God is preaching, the people who are seeking him, the God of that said, will appear in the temple. Those who are not seeking him, they will not find him. But those who are seeking him will find him. So by the time we finish, some people will say, ah, what happened to me? I don't know what happened here today. Some people will say, I felt the presence of God. I met God today. I met God today. He said, you have come to the righteous judge of all. You have come to the spirits of just men made perfect. He said, you have come to Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant. And you have come to the blood of sprinkling we speak at better things than the blood of Abel. Oh, may the blood speak for you. May Jesus speak on your behalf. May the righteous just sit on your case because you have respect. You have respect for him. May he sit on your case and make you great. May the blood of Jesus speak for you today as we come before the Lord's table. May you have respect for the communion. May you have respect for the blessing of God that can come to you through the communion. May you have respect for the healing that can come through the communion. And as you do, may you experience the power of God today in Jesus' name. Hey. Our time is up. Stand to your feet and let's close. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. At the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. Oh, yes. Lift up your hands to the Lord. At the center of it all. At the center of it all. It's you that I see, oh, it's you that I see. There is power in your name, oh, there is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. Miracles happen in your name. Oh, as we lift our voice in praise. As we lift our voice in praise, it's you that I see. Oh, it's you that I see. 
Oh, lift up your hand at the center of it all. It's you that I seek, Lord. At the center of it all. Oh, yes. It's you that Oh, may the Lord that you are seeking for, may he appear to you. May he come your way and touch you. At the center of it all. Yes, Lord. At the center of it all. It's you that I see. Oh, it's you that I see. There is power in your name. It's power in your name. And there is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. Miracles happen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As we lift our voice in praise. As we lift our voice in praise, it's you that I seek. Oh, it's you that I seek. You are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater, greater than the greatest. You are bigger. despise sacred things ask for forgiveness with him is forgiveness that he may be feared Esau cried but he couldn't get it back but today I feel the mercy of God the mercy of God in the house for us wherever you have just given away your birthright and you have despised sacred things ask God for mercy and pray that you get back on track May God not pull down the thing you are building. In the name of Jesus, may grace, may grace, may grace be your portion. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to save you. We give you thanks. With every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church, but you're not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, can you just lift up your right hand? I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Just lift up your right hand. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. 
I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Come, let's pray. Come, let's pray. Come to Jesus. Come all the way. Help them as they come. Come to Jesus. Ashes who are standing by them, help them to come. Come all the way. Keep clapping as they come. Come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Come all the way. Come to Jesus. The Lord is waiting for you. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me just do this. Because I just feel that some of us, we've really, really gone back. You know, we've despised spiritual things and your walk with God has just been some way. But God wants to give you another chance. Esau never got the, another chance. But I believe that God wants us to do well. He wants to put you back on the road to greatness. If you are here, you've given your life to Christ, but you know that the way your life is, it's not correct. Do you want us to pray? Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. God wants to help you. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. I see your hand over there. God bless you. Let it go up. Let it go up. Let it go up. Don't be shy. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, come to me. Come to me. Let's pray. Come. My brother at the back, come. 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 Oh, come all the way. Come from the back. Come. God bless you. God bless you. I believe that God is taking you on a journey to greatness. You're going to become great. Come. If you are coming from the back, run quickly and come. I believe that God is going to help you. Clap for them as they come. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, may the blood of Jesus speak for you. The blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Come all the way. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for your blood that washed away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Have mercy on me. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Give me the grace to continue serving you. May I not backslide. May I serve you for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. I am yours and you are mine. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. I believe that we've come to the blood of sprinkling. We can just give out the communion. The Bible says that we have come to Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. When you have it, hold it. We're going to take it together. Don't take it yet. We are all going to take it together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. 
Oh yes, Lord. This is no longer bread and wine, but your body and your blood that was shed for us on the cross of Calvary. Father, we do not despise this great work on the cross. We acknowledge the great work, the sacrifice that was made. The Lord, your son, died on the cross and shed his blood for us. Today, as we come, we believe in every finished work on the cross. That as we partake of this communion, we are receiving healing in our body. Every organ that is not functioning well in our body is being replaced by the body of Jesus Christ. We thank you that anyone sick here is receiving healing. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke asthma. I rebuke HIV. I rebuke any blood-related disease. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let the blood that speaks better things speak in our lives as we partake of this communion. In Jesus' name, amen. The body of Jesus Christ, amen. This is the cup of blessing. As we drink it, may the blessing of God come upon us. May we walk in greatness. The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Where the 
those of you in front here. See a brother waving his hand. Please follow him. He's going to talk to you. God bless you. Please be seated. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.